0: Hello, this is uh, Jill Widmore Welsh here today, so I'm making these short recordings to introduce you to the six different uh, problems, if you like to call them that, major problems that people bring to the practice here on the Tilehurst Road in Reading and also that I work with online via webcam etc and oftentimes I'm working with people all over the world uh, with these kinds of issues. So the one that I'm going to be introducing now is impaired mobility. So what does impaired mobility mean? Well, my clinical background originally, my first degree was as a physiotherapist, and I'm a consultant physiotherapist, advanced practice, and I specialize in working with people who have chronic pain, and a rehabilitation who have musculoskeletal problems and neurological problems and require assistance to rehabilitate. Now, because of that, because I've I've worked a lot in the past with people who've had, as I say, what we call neurological constraints like strokes and multiple sclerosis and acquired brain injury and uh, many other problems, spinal cord injury, etc. And also because... I have worked with people with limiting uh, conditions, such as pain, which uh, can often cause uh, restrictions um, and limiting joint problems, etc. It means that I have a lot of experience, and then I combine the movement work that I do as a a physiotherapist with some very in-depth movement training that I spent More than seven years just directly studying um, and uh, brought that work into, um, pioneered that work, brought it into clinical practice in the UK, the number one pioneer of bringing this work which is called Feldenkrais Method. Uh, I brought this Feldenkrais work in to the work that I do way back starting in 1992 when I first came across it. And uh, we, through this work at the practice, Um, We really help adults. I work with adults rather than babies and young children. And as I say, I specialize in working with the over 50s, 60s and 70s. And uh, movement capability um, is something that we we, we use this term, movement capability, your ability to be able to do things with movement. Um, And when you have a movement impairment problem, it's it's really a disability, if you like, that affects uh, it affects the way that you use your body and you do things, and that can range from um, big movement activities, so things like jumping, climbing, walking, running, um, rolling over, um, you know, being able to run and twist and turn freely. But it can also be right down to the smallest of fine movements, so really fine differentiation to be able to use your hands, for example. So that might be manipulating small objects, using a pen, playing a musical instrument, um, feeding, dressing, doing up buttons. Um, All of those kinds of things can be impacted if you have an underlying problem. Say, if you've had a neurological problem, You might find that that neurological problem like a stroke or MS or Parkinson's or some other problem is causing you to have a movement impairment. And that might show up as things like inability to do this fine movement. It might show up as a tremor. It might show up as poor coordination, bad balance. Um, It might be a difficulty in actually being able to place your feet exactly where you want them to go. So you might become more clumsy You might find you don't walk in such a nice fluid way that you actually find that it's more difficult to uh, lift your foot and know where you're putting it so you can trip on things, you can lose your balance. So there are lots and lots of different um, movement problems that come under this movement impairment problems. And the issue here is that often these kinds of problems become increasingly pronounced as you get older because as you get older it's more likely that you're going to begin to start to experience problems with your nervous system you're more likely to have strokes Um, you're more likely to be developing bigger problems with Parkinson's or MS or if you have surgery you might find that you have a problem perhaps during surgery and it causes you to um, lose some of your dexterity. So these kinds of movement impairment problems, a percentage of those, I would say about 45%, it can be provided to you in the comfort of your home via a webcam. So, for example, recently I've been working with a client who's based uh, quite a considerable distance away, and the main problem in that case was... A slight stroke and prior to the stroke this person was extremely active very coordinated going to yoga classes doing the garden etc and this mild stroke caused the person to actually become quite unsteady to lose their confidence to not be balanced to have a tendency to fall and one of the great things was that I was able to input a program uh, from a distance. So those kinds of programs, a lot of those are evidence-supported programs. They are quite highly structured and they are quite, um, they are, are quite tailored to improving um, the key elements of coordination, uh, balance, strength and function But that doesn't mean that everything to do with movement impairment can be helped at a distance. There there are quite a number of occasions where it is necessary to actually be in the room, if you like, with someone. um, And actually to be able to walk around and to really give good feedback. In part, I supplement the work that I do... um, at a distance as I say with PDFs a very structured approach but sometimes I will also make recordings of movement lessons which are actually there's quite a few on the podcast where I've launched this there's quite a few different kinds of movement lessons that can be helpful to assist people to be able to get up out of a chair with neurological problems Um, and but that work that sort of clinical, if you like, clinical Feldenkrais, that body sensing and movement awareness, those sort of either one-to-one lessons or group lessons, or we can do a one-to-one lesson, but it's, it's really just a spoken movement lesson. Those really need to be quite tailored to get the outcome that we want to achieve. So in the same way that I would take someone through a psychological process ...to support them if they had anxiety, let's say, and they were finding it difficult to handle the thinking thoughts... ...that were happening in their mind and actually calming their mind and putting everything into a nice logical sequence... ...and having control over how they were um, organising their thinking. When it comes to organising the body and the body movement, that is a combination of rediscovery, learning how to use your senses making shifts to body awareness. Um, For example, in some conditions, uh, people's ability to understand how big their body is, how much space it takes up, can change. And that means that they find it difficult to get through doorways, or they find it difficult to get through narrow spaces. So that then needs training to understand how you can fit through small spaces, and that needs to be done in the room. And so I provide lessons here on the Tilehurst Road, But obviously, at the moment, there are restrictions due to COVID. And I also come to people's homes and I do those lessons in someone's home. But I can also do programs, say, for example, with walking. Uh, We can do programs outside. We can walk in the park. I have a large park opposite my house. And I'm also trained in a whole body of work which is around improving bone density and capability to use yourself to maintain strength. So movement impairment is, I would say it's a passion of mine, helping people to be able to move and use their body in a different way. In part, my involvement and interest in this work came through my own interest and curiosity in developing my own ability to use my body in a different way because I was aware I had restrictions to my movement which caused me uh, limitations but also working with Team GB elite athletes for nearly 20 years I was very aware that there were times where certain injuries or problems were arising due to body use so patterns of self use awareness of use and optimizing capability of by a few degrees in high level sport obviously can make a massive difference for example if you're rowing and you literally want to be able to get the boat to go faster and you just want to be able to get the the blades the, the oars if you like in the water just a few you know, just half a centimetre in, in in further forwards to just get that bit more pull, then actually optimising the way that you use your body is is a way to do that. It's the same with running. It's the same, you, you know, you want to be using your whole body. And um, so we can... I'm, I'm passionate about working with movement impairment. But as I say, I do tend to work now with the over 50s, 60s and 70s, many of whom are perhaps taking up sport or activity after a break um, and especially if they've sat for a long period of time uh, habits tend to get stuck we are creatures of habits and you can find yourself chained to those habits and if you've not performed certain movement patterns for a long time then you can have forgotten them or if you're used to doing things a certain way you can just, you can just continue to get more and more habituated into doing it that, that way So one of the great things about working with movement impairments, and something that makes me really passionate, is that you can always improve the way that you move. Um, Breathing is moving. How you open your mouth, how you make a sound, how you use your face and your voice and your throat, how you use your diaphragm, how you use your pelvic floor, um, how you jump, where you jump. Um, it is, is a huge amounts of learning, and this is lifetime learning. So no matter what age you are, you can improve your movement. You can make changes to your movement impairment, and you can improve your function So if that's something that you'd like to know more about, maybe you consider you have some movement impairment, which is beginning to start to be a little bit annoying because it's getting in the way and it's stopping you from doing what you want to do, then do get in touch and you can easily get in touch with me and book a free uh, consultation through my online diary. We spend about 20 minutes talking about what your problem is. What you really want to achieve. Um, And then we talk about maybe a little mini plan, but also how you would like help. What would you really like to be able to do? And um, if it means that it's something that I think I can help you with, then we can discuss how that can be put in place. And as I say, if at the moment there are restrictions due to COVID, we can start that off with you working on the, with the webcam. I also work with um, what I call elders who are at home so for example if you're listening to this and you have a parent who lives on their own I can provide webcam support but I do suggest always that if it's someone who's living alone that there is someone who's popping in every day who can find out if that person is practicing their program every single day because it's repetition of these gentle little movements which can make the difference. And I don't tend to go in routinely uh, two or three times a week uh, to work with people because a lot of times that is just repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again. But if you need someone to input, say, for your uh, elderly relative and you have care support workers and you need somebody to train a program that that they can help the person to do at home every day then that would be a really good way to work or if you have an elderly relative who's found themselves for some reason in a residential home who wants to try to get back out uh, who would like to be able to learn how to do transfers um, maybe you want to try to transfer them home to live with you in an annex but you're not sure if they're going to be able to cope then do give me a shout and I can go in and see your relative with you there and I can go in and see your relative and then I'll actually do a short report afterwards to let you know what I found or what my recommendations are. So I hope this has been of help. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a lovely day. Take care. Love you and bye bye.